Welcome back, everybody, to the lightning round. Boom, boom, boom. We tried to go fast. We didn't really, it wasn't so fast. <laughs> it's a long show. So get comfy, get a snack. Let's, let's listen. Let's go. Check, check, check. And then this happened. Some reason the camera just stalled and we lost footage for the first few questions. So Cassia on Twitter, Aaron O'Loughlin on Facebook, Terry Cunningham on Facebook, Daphne Wang on Instagram, Dreambags on Twitter, and Regine on YouTube. Sir Smile on Snapchat and Wine Rules on Snapchat. We will get to your questions on the next show, but we did get the 12 questions, so let's go. Okay, next question on Twitter from Jason Lewis says, how or what do you do for nighttime cravings? All right, excellent. Well, we can just point you straight to another video because the one I did about um, best snacks to have at night, like after you've already fulfilled your macro and calorie needs. Um, I won't spoil the video for you. I want you guys all to go watch it. It's linked in the corner up here. But um, I gave you like, I think it was at least three different examples of some great nighttime snack options that are low in calories and aren't gonna break yeah. the budget. Okay, here's my tips, quickly. Stop watching TV, read a book instead. Yes. Number two, a green tea or herbal tea, Don't some give away the video. sort of warm tea. <laughs> Number three, a scoop of almond butter. That's what I do, done. Next brush question. your teeth too. That's brush tip teeth. number four. After dinner, don't just sit there. Go brush your teeth. Get ready for bed. You brush your teeth. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Velo Kitchen says, Hi Brad and Jess, I followed you for a long time now, but more recently I've not missed a video. Thanks for all the great advice. I heard brushing your teeth after food helps. <laughs> this is did we even Ironic. Um, brushing your teeth after food helps with the sweet craving after a meal. When I'm at work, I tend to substitute this with sugar-free chewing gum. Good or bad? Is it better to ride out the cravings? Isn't it <laughs> ironic? Don't that, you think? That was incredibly <laughs> ironic that we just it's talked like, about that. It's like rain. Okay. Okay. Enough karaoke. Let's answer this girl's question. I say go for the chewing gum. I have absolutely no problem with you doing that as long as you're not like chain chewing gum all day freaking long. You know, I can't stand when people are having like 10 pieces of gum per day. I think that's too much. Yeah. But if you're having one piece of gum per day, I don't see any issue Yeah, there. no, I'm cool with that too. Yeah. And the brushing your teeth thing. It's legit, it works. Take your take your toothbrush with you to work. There's honestly no problem with doing that. Like you can brush your teeth in a public restroom if you and have if, to. And if you're at work, get busy. <laughs> Actually work. Put your head down <laughs> and get the work done. That's why you're getting paid by your employee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also you could have a cup of hot tea. You could have a big glass yeah, of tea. water. Yeah, you it's, know, it's just like what we just said on yeah, the last video. But I'm completely okay. fine with you having one piece of gum a day. Sugar-free gum is what I would recommend. And I know it's not with the best um, ideal artificial sweeteners in it, but we can kind of overlook that when it's the tiny amount that you're consuming yeah. is one piece of gum. All right, it's from Snapchat. Adam says, what do you guys think of special bottled water nowadays, such as electrolyte and mineral enhanced or pH balanced waters? Are they actually worthy health benefits? What kind of water do you guys drink? Okay, um, personally, I would pass on those. I don't buy them myself because I kind of just think it's a lot of marketing and I don't really believe that there's any real like clear, clear difference between having that and just regular water. For me, regular water all the way. And this is what I recommend to all of you guys, like get yourself in the habit of drinking pure, fresh, natural, like just regular freaking water. Because when you keep having like sweet beverages all the time, you kind of train yourself to feel like that or to create that sweet habit. 
So I like to call it the soda habit. If you're always having something that's carbonated and sweet tasting, you have a soda habit. I don't care if that's um, artificial sweeteners, with stevia, anything. If you are constantly like cracking the lid on cans that have bubbly sweet water in them, that is a soda drinking habit. So I would get you away from that and have a water yeah, drinking but there's, habit. Yeah, but there's a difference between drinking soda and drinking like a kill cliff. No, there definitely is a difference, but I'm just saying so if like, you have a habit of it and you can't go a day without one, then I think you should reassess that habit and yeah, realize but, that that habit has control of you. But it's not you saying that a Coca-Cola and like a Kill Cliff or, like equivalent? A, or no. a stevia sweetened soda. No, are, of course not. They're not. But if you're in the kind of situation where you could take it or leave it and it doesn't like rule your day, like you can't function without but it, that, then it's anyway, fine. That wasn't really the question. The question was about water. So I know, um, but I'm still would, saying this is a sweetened beverage no, it's not. still, it's isn't just, it? No, it's just pH balanced water. So ones that are oh. infused. Like I would say wow. if you have I got it, your question all wrong, sorry. <laughs> no, you were kind of on the right, but then you got on a tangent yeah, that it wasn't anything. Don't listen to me. So Adam, she apologized for <laughs> I that. Apologize. Um, we all go on tangents every once in a while. So I would say um, there, if if it's in your budget, I would do it. Like not only do I, I think it tastes, the water tastes better. Like alkaline. Like alkaline yeah. water. Yeah, I do actually Well, like we, we bought alkaline water for a yeah. while. Mm -hmm. We had a water jug in our old condo and we. Yeah, we did. We got one of those dispensers. It tastes really. the five gallons. So, I mean, that's a yeah. point. That's a good point because if it tastes good to you, you're going to drink more of it. Yeah. And I do Where, like guzzle more water yeah, and it's better tasting water. It's so water. true. So yeah. I would say yes, if it's mm -hmm. in your budget, but yes. if it's not, tap or regular water is good as well. But if I lived in a place where the tap water wasn't good, I would for sure yeah, find a way to fit that in my budget because if you're not drinking the tap water because it doesn't taste good, then you need more water. <laughs> so I, like what I recommend for everyone of average size to drink at least two liters of water per day. So, All right, yes. let's move. Okay. So Wild and Happy says, I just, I was just wondering what shoes would you recommend for lifting? I was looking into actual lifting shoes, but I rarely have just lifting days and I think the shoes are quite horrible, so I don't <laughs> know if they're worth the money. I usually finish my workouts with calisthenic inspired moves, I like to play around in the gym and try new stuff. So heavy shoes might not be good for that. Mm -hmm. I read it is not good to lift with normal training shoes just because they don't have proper heel for squats. I was mm -hmm. also thinking of getting CrossFit shoes and maybe add some plates for that extra heel if needed in squats. I was looking into getting Reebok shoes, Nanos. Do you think the, those are suitable? My training is usually in circuit format. All right, I love this question. Yeah. I, I could talk <laughs> about really? I, yeah, I, I feel like so giving you my phone number so we could just like talk <laughs> sneakers. Cause it sounds like you know what you're talking about yeah. and it's great. Um, so, but we gotta be quick here on the show cause we're running over. So mm -hmm. um, I would say, yeah, like the lift, the, the lifter shoes, like I have them. Um, but if you're not really serious about it, I wear them for squats and deadlifts and then I take them off and do the rest of my workout. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit more intense, a little more. So yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that route. I would say go with the, the trainer. So there's a difference between running shoes, shoes and training yeah. shoes. So mm -hmm. maybe I think you're getting confused with, with training shoes and running shoes. Running shoes are out. Like running shoes are for running. Um, training shoes, like I like the Nike Metcons right now, um, but I have worn three or four different versions of the CrossFit Nanos um, for Reebok. Those are my favorite shoes and they're flat, they're good for squats, good for cross training, good for fast feet work, good for every kind of style training that we talk about on mm -hmm. Live Lean TV. So yeah, that's, that's what I would recommend. Yeah, I would say check out some of our workout videos and just like yeah. eyeball the sneaks that we're wearing because the, what you see us train in are the shoes that we recommend anyone to train in because they work for us. So yeah. Um, yeah, I would say if you do go with the lifting shoes, 
it is an investment. They are pricey. Yeah. And just know that the, you're not going to wear them for your entire workout. Like, don't do box jumps with, right. with lifters on. Like, But you know what you could also do is uh, do your squats barefoot. Sometimes I'll kick yeah. my shoes off if they're bothering me if I'm doing heavy squats yeah. or deadlifts. Like we've done a lot of times deadlifts in our socks. I just you posted a that. video on my Instagram with me doing barefoot. Like not in socks, like in bare feet like in actual the gym. bare feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I actually prefer that kind of training. Did, I feel that time very, did you actually forget your shoes? I feel or did very you, granted. I think he might have not had socks. Or, I think he showed up to the gym in flip-flops and then yeah. just had no choice. So. All right. <laughs> next question on Instagram from uh, no name. Okay. So a <laughs> uh, huge fan from the UK, 37 and mom of four children under 10. Yikes. Life is busy and I never stop. I can understand that. I've always had poor sleepers, so I've been chronically sleep deprived for the last 10 years. I've always eaten healthy and lean, always been in fitness, marathons, weight training. My problem is lack of time. I think, how can I make my day into a workout and fit in home workouts in between? Despite my efforts, I see little progress. Do you think my lack of sleep could be stunting progress? Dang, woman. Wow. Impressive. Four kids. Yeah. Um, we got one and we know the pain. <laughs> But wow, I mean, I can't believe, I don't know if she's meaning that the marathons and stuff were pre-kids or currently, because if you have time for marathon training, <laughs> I mean, that is amazing. Yeah. With four kids, you must have marathon a really good nanny. Marathon training is not it recommended. It takes hours like, yeah. and hours of your time to train for a marathon. <laughs> yeah. So um, if that's what you're currently doing, I would say cut that out. Yeah. You don't need that as far as body transformation. If you enjoy marathoning, you can do that. But it went, when it comes to your body composition and your body transformation, we never really recommend workouts over an hour a day. So, you know, I know that's still hard for you to find as a mom of four, finding a full hour of concentrated time in your day is pretty impossible, but hopefully you've taken some inspiration from seeing me and what I do with my baby because I work out from home now. Ever since she was born, I do primarily most of my training at home. I still go to the gym when I can, but it's usually less than three times a week. Yep. And uh, I do the majority of my workouts in my living room or we have a gym downstairs in our building and I never take more than 30 minutes. Okay, so I got two programs that you can do. LiveLean15.com, at home training, you hit play, work out right alongside me, 15 minute workouts, only body weight, perfect. Mm -hmm. Bing, bang, perfect done. Perfect for you, yeah. Or you could do LiveLeanDad.com. Yes, it says dad, but it's for anybody. Women are buying the program, they're loving the results. Hit play, it's 30 minute workouts using just a pair of dumbbells, Awesome job. So you got 15 minutes body weight or 30 minutes with dumbbells. Boom. Done. Get on with your day. Be that mom that you are. Or you could do live lean mom and do workouts actually with your infant. If she doesn't have infants. It, well, if you're 10 or older. Oh, she said all the kids are 10 or older? Yeah. Okay. So never mind. Yeah. I would say No, go with, sorry. Four kids under 10. So maybe. Four kids are yeah. under 10. Yeah. yeah. So if any of your kids are under two, I would say use live lean mom until your kid grows up a little bit more. And then you'd switch over to something like live lean dad or um, live lean 15. Okay. Live lean mom is a little more gentle and a lot of the workouts are designed to do with your baby who's not going to um, entertain themselves. It sounds like you're a little beast mode, so. <laughs> you're a beast mode mom. Yeah. Beast mode mom. Okay. We should come up with a program called beast mode But mom. you know what? Actually, her real question is, it's her lack of sleep stunting okay. your progress. That yes. We never really touched on that and I do want to answer that question for you. Lack of sleep is never a good thing for your health or your fitness. So I would say... It's hard, I know it's really hard as a parent to get good sleep, but I would say make it a priority. And like the couple of things he mentioned, like turn off the TV, 
read a book at night, like, uh, you know, read a book to all of your kids at the same well, no, time. It sounds like the kids is hard, what's keeping her up. Like, yeah, I know. So. But there are still things you can do to better your own sleep habits, because I know we're all a little bit guilty of this, of being online too late at night, uh, watching too much TV at night. So there's some things you can do, but we'd have to kind of know more about your situation to help you with that. But sleep is essential for gains. This is uh, Mimi Smile says, hi, Brad and Jess, you guys are awesome. This question for Brad, I was watching an older video for post-workout shake recipe, which is for reals, absolutely delicious. By the way, a random thought came to me. I totally remember you having a man bun at some point, <laughs> but I don't recall ever seeing you with a beard. Ah. Have you ever grown a full beard? Just curious. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you um, did a November Yeah, November I did a time. November one. Like I keep the six o'clock shadow right now. I shaved today, so it's not as much, but um, there was a video like back in November, I think 2014, where I grow out my beard for a full month. And um, I mean, I'm not a hairy guy by any stretch, so it's- It's kind of patchy. Yeah, go check that out. But um, yeah, I had the man bun there for a while, but that was a phase. That was a phase. And that phase has come yeah. and gone. And this whole November that he was growing that beard, I was in New York and he was in Toronto. We yeah. didn't see each other for a full four weeks. So I didn't love the beard, but at least I didn't have to touch it because I was- <laughs> somewhere else. Jessica's very anti-beard. I do not like facial hair so much. It scratches me. Okay. Sure you ladies agree. Next question, Snapchat. Over the last 10 months, I have lost 25 kilograms. I have you guys to thank for the last 15. So thank you. I'm okay. now down to 19% body fat, feeling great. I'm feeling a bit lost as to where to go from here. I don't have access to a gym. I'm doing plyometric HIIT workouts from home. I'm doing more and more intense and longer HIIT workouts five to six days a week. I want to keep progressing, but a bit worried I might be doing too much stress in my body. Where should I go from here? I've been eating in 500 calorie deficit for six months and I've almost reached my goal feeling really happy. I've watched Jess's reverse dieting, but I'm now still scared all the weight will rush back. How should I slowly increase my calories and should I still keep in a slight deficit? Okay, okay. so. So you watched the video, but. That's the video told I mean, you how to do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> like hopefully you actually like listened to the part where I said one month increased by 100 calories, yeah. second month increased by 200, third month increased by three. I mean, I won't say the whole video over again, um, but yeah, but you give the, the video does explain yeah, you give, how to. So go check out the video again, rewatch it, follow what she says. And then when it comes to the workout, so it sounds like you're getting bored because you're not following an actual workout program. I know we sound like a broken record here, yeah. but when you get on a program, you pull it up on your phone, you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. All the guesswork's out of it. You just execute, you go. Yeah. The next day, what am I doing today? Execute, go. So, and how do you know that you're not overdoing it? It's because the program has built-in rest days yeah. to tell you exactly when you should rest. And it also has a built-in number of exercises to tell you how much volume is appropriate. So, so it's just, there are no questions when you're on a program. So for you, and you say you train at home, you don't have access to a gym, I would recommend liveleandad.com. And I know um, you just need a pair of dumbbells. So you can get a pair of dumbbells at a sporting goods store. You can buy them from Amazon or you can use the workout dumbbells that I have in the program. Like it's not that expensive to bring in. She could also do our Team Levelean programs. Um, some of the exercises in there may use cables or machines or something, but there's always substitutions. And when you're part of our members Facebook group, we're always talking about yeah. which substitutions are for which exercises. And you have us there to always uh, ask your qu questions and get your answers immediately. So I think something for you, like an ongoing program, similar to teamlivelean.com would be your best bet because you'll always have a program. You'll have correct um, nutri nutrition information. And yeah, like when you're on your maintenance calories, you're not gonna be gaining weight. A deficit is not forever. You do need to know that. Yeah, a deficit is not forever. Everyone should know that. A deficit is until you reach your goal and then maintenance is forever. 
Okay, rapid fire for these last few ones. Okay, we're gonna speed it up, okay. Okay, so we're gonna speed this up a little bit. Prophet says, what are your favorite ways to increase your protein in meals without adding too much fat or carbs? P.S. Besides fish, eggs, egg whites, or protein. Or whey, or whey protein. So right. you just took away all the protein foods that are low in fat. <laughs> Honestly, it's, beef is higher in fat. Um, like It's just one of those questions where it's like, how do I do it? But you can't put any of these things in. Well, that's how you do those it. Those are the ones we would use yeah, if, if like, that was the case. I I, mean, unfortunately, we can't create like a food <laughs> like in the lab with food that's protein. And those are the foods that are lower in fat and protein. I mean, so. whey protein is the number one thing that is high in protein and low in fats and carbs. So I would suggest to use that when those are your needs but my my question for you would be why don't you want to increase your fat and carbs with a certain amount of protein you know i would look at your overall meal plan and make sure that uh you have everything else right so that you're not like sounds like maybe you're tracking your macros and then you're stuck at the end of the day needing more protein yeah. but you've already fulfilled your fat and carbs but those are the I, proteins right yeah. there that you just listed so i know and if, you didn't really give a reason why we can't yeah use so i was gonna like if that's how you're structuring your meals earlier in the day that's leaving you at that deficit of just pro like you got to restructure those other meals yeah. if you don't want those high protein low fat foods sorry that wasn't a great answer but that's what we got okay next question from snapchat saba j says what my question is about lateral raises whenever i'm doing them I feel some tension in my neck and sometimes my upper lip. I was wondering, <laughs> is this normal for someone doing new to training with weights or am I doing something wrong? So it's, <laughs> it's hard for us to say without seeing the form. Yeah. So that's you one. You could post a video of yourself on our Facebook or on Instagram and tag us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think if you're feeling tension in your upper neck and upper lip, you probably are stressing out well, and lifting too heavy. So, so I would decrease the weight a little. And what I always tell people when they're doing shoulder exercises is before you do a shoulder exercise, get your shoulders in set position. Yes. So once again, down I've done back. this before. So elevate, retract, retract pull it down. Mm -hmm. Boobies up, out. Mm -hmm. Be proud of that man cleave. Yes. Walk around. That's your set position. Then you go. If so you start too many times, like this, yeah. then what do you think is going to happen? And a lot of times when you're doing that, it's because the weight is too heavy. Yep. All right. So yeah, number one, change your form. And then number two is probably decrease your weight just a little. Okay, so A. Schultz on Snapchat says, Hi, Brad and Jess. I'm a college student and I live on a large campus, MSU. Wondering which is a better form of cardio, walking or biking to class? I know both are great forms of cardio, but which can help increase KCAL deficit? All right, that's a good question. But it depends on how fast you're biking. Like if you're just biking like slowly, I would say that probably walking. It's hard to say. It really depends on how you're doing, like if you're biking yeah. uphill inclines, um, it's probably very similar yeah, if it's just know. a slow and steady is pace. The same, I feel like your calorie burn is going to be similar with either one. I don't know the exact data on this, but I know when I was in college, I used to bike from class to class because our campus was really big at ASU too. So I would ride my bike from one end of the campus all the way to the other. It was a long way to go. So it kind of depends on how much time you have between yeah, classes. So that's but, what I'm saying. So if you're going yeah. hard yeah. and it's, you're in, like, it's obviously going to be more than a walk, right. but if you're just like sauntering along, like going in and out of people and it's just like yeah. you're just pedaling like this i would say actually walking would be better you're gonna walk because faster, you're walking faster harder, yeah. like you're walking like you're in a rush so yeah. it really depends yeah i would say as for any exercise when you're comparing which exercise burns more calories to the other anything you do at a higher intensity level like you're feeling more um fatigue and yeah you're getting more out of breath it's going to be a higher calorie burn than something you're doing like leisurely don't focus only <laughs> on the calorie burn of your activities focus on your overall um daily calorie expenditure 
expenditure and your activity level. So I wouldn't count, like I wouldn't subtract the biking calories from your food or anything like that. I would just set your activity level at either moderate or high and then figure out your calorie needs based on your overall level. All right, Snapchat. Isan Varia says, hi, my name is Isan, and I just wanted to ask, what are the best foods you would recommend for chest bodybuilding? Also, what is the best way to stop night eating? All right, so we, saw, we talked about night eating. Yeah. Um, that's good. So what about building best your muscles build in your, your chest? chest? I think um, like dumbbell exercises are great for building the size of your chest. Uh, barbell exercises are great for building the strength, but it sounds like you, you're looking for hypertrophy size. So I would do a lot of like cable flies, stuff like that, dumbbell presses, dumbbell flies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Focus on the presses first. Yeah. And then focus on the flies and stuff next. So the mm -hmm. compound lifts. So also dips could be really great for dips building your chest. Dips are great chest exercise. Um, Done the right way. So what I'm going to tell yeah. you is go over to our other YouTube channel, Living TV Daily Exercises. We have playlists on there. You can pick chest, chest playlist, yeah. cables. You can pick chest dumbbells. Check, check out the chest. Find the exercises. Follow them. Yeah, but regardless of which exercise you're using, create that mind-to-muscle connection. So whenever, yeah, whenever you're working out your chest, make sure that you're focused on the chest muscles and that they're actually contracting. Okay, so Rebecca Sward says, um, I love the channel, currently struggling with losing weight. 5'4", around 185 pounds, would like to lose 50 pounds. I've been working out five to six times a week since Christmas and have seen little results. Trying to focus more on nutrition, but definitely need help with this. I get about two to three liters of water, try to eat healthy, but still getting nowhere. P.S. Your coconut oil coffee has changed my life. All right. The workouts are a combination of cardio, hit, and weights, just so you know. All right, awesome. All right. So it sounds like you're doing everything right. So um, you said you're starting Christmas, so you've given it four months, so you should be seeing some results at this point. Um, first thing I thought when I read that was nutrition. Yeah. So you could be eating healthy foods, you could be doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. How many calories are you taking? Right. How many calories are you burning? Right. If you can't tell me that, then you haven't dialed it quite in yet, and yeah. that's probably what the issue is. Absolutely. You could still be eating healthy foods, but the portion sizes are too much. Right. You're in a calorie surplus, even with the working out, yeah. you gotta bring it back down again. So we need to know that information. Perfect answer. So that's it right there. You yeah. gotta dial it in but, with nutrition, find out exactly how much you uh, should be having. But I just do wanna say like, good job, like on mm -hmm. everything you just mentioned and there. And the consistency of four months is not four nothing. Four months is that's good. Amazing. Like if you would've said, yeah. I've been doing this for two weeks, I would've had to like come into the camera and be like, what do you mean? <laughs> like you said you watched our stuff. We like, patience, patience. Yeah. But at four months, you should start to see small changes happening. You should be seeing like your belt size fitting, your clothes fitting a little bit better. Yeah. Um, to, like so, I would say, Dial in that nutrition. And yeah, and for you all to know, working out isn't everything. When it comes to uh, weight control and body recomposition, nutrition is a lot higher of the importance than your workouts are. So it's awesome that you're working out five to six days a week, but if you don't get your nutrition right for your goals, you're gonna, like you already know, see very little results. So I would encourage all of you, focus on your nutrition first when it comes to changing your body size and workouts are you know, on top of that. That's the show. It. Yeah. So I think that was the longest show in, in Ask Living TV history. I don't think we're going to keep up with these lightning rounds. Well, it's just I, yeah, not, I it, they're just not lightning rounds because we want to give you guys enough value. Like, 
Like, I feel bad when I have to cut Jessica off because she's just trying to give you guys value, like, help trying you guys help. even more. Um, I'm like the producer in the person's ear, like, cut it off, cut it off, because I'm trying to, like, manage the show and the time. I know, but if it's we don't respect, give you guys an explanation yeah. of what we're talking about, then you're just like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do without information? Yeah, you know? so 20 minutes. being a yes or no answer. 20 questions, like, 45 minutes is a little bit long, I think, for a video. It's probably good for the podcast because 45 minutes is a good cadence for the podcast. Get you through your whole workout. But for the videos, it might be a little long. So I think the next show, we might go back to just to this traditional 10 questions. And then we're gonna fire in some of those calling shows as well. Um, I think we might do a, a combo of um, questions from social media and questions calling. Um, we're planning on bringing on some guests in the future as well for the show so we can have three different uh, opinions on things. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be very fun. Stay tuned to this, this series because uh, it's gonna continuously evolve. I want to let you guys all know you're all doing an amazing job and almost everyone who has written into us on this show has had some serious progress. So even if you feel like your progress isn't as much as you want it to be, let's just all take a moment to realize that you are so much closer to your goal now than you were when you started. So kudos to you guys. We really appreciate your involvement and we know that every single one of you is getting better every day. And every time you learn more information and you actually take action on it, implement it, yep. it's changing your life and it's changing ours too. All right, so question of the day is, regardless of how long you've been watching our show, what is the one thing that we have um, talked about or that we've taught you that has hit you most? So it's, it's, it's kind of the giving you influence. the biggest impact on your journey today. What has been that one thing? Get, I get, love that question. Get yeah. like clear on it. Like, don't, specific. Specific. Don't just say nutrition. Like, what is it about nutrition? Like, yeah. what was it? Put it in the comments down below because we that. love these insights so we can talk more about this stuff on future episodes. If it's touched you, it can touch more people. So, yeah. uh, thanks you for tuning in. See you at the next episode. Thanks for watching. Live and lean. Live and lean. Boy. <laughs>